Well, we well. are in for a truly spectacular adventure. And here comes a helicopter overhead. <laughs> I, I was actually, like, should I, should I cut out that part about the helicopter? No. I, no, I think it's very good. But unfortunately... <laughs> <clears throat> Folks. Uh, this just in. We are declaring a national podcast emergency um, due to the coronavirus. And we want to begin this episode with a, with a, a public service announcement, which is Actually, it's just your vaporized mouth spittle. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Can you yeah. stop vaping into my face? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, you know, the evidence is currently inconclusive whether coronavirus can be spread through podcasts. So I would say remember to uh, sanitize your earbuds after your, before and after you listen. Remember to practice um, uh, social distancing when yeah. listening to this podcast. Which, let's right. be honest, it's, it's actually it's better not that if hard you to listen do. on a speaker rather than headphones because then you don't have direct contact. Um, right. We don't really know exactly what can happen with these sound waves. Right. They're, I mean, yeah, look, yeah. Uh, it, we're not trying to infect you but you know hopefully <coughs> hopefully you listen to this and you walk away without an infection inshallah <coughs> yeah but we're also not going to mute any of the coughs today that's so american <laughs> how's how's your pandemic oh man my pandemic is um it it feels like Everything I do in my life right now is just rearranging uh, chairs on the deck of the Titanic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it feels right. like... <laughs> it's like, well, I better get some beans, I guess. I hope that helps in some way. It just, it just seems like we should probably be worrying about something on a lot bigger scale and working on that. But Right, people but are out... Who, uh, how? People are out hoarding toilet paper when, like, the real issue is that we don't have enough of the danged tests and <laughs> they're not free and uh um lots of people are being told to work from home or just do you know they just to go home and they can't work so they're not do you know they get just paid. sent empty tests to california empty did tests you hear, did you hear about that no i didn't <laughs> yesterday when the when the federal government sent out their first batch of tests uh everyone in california opened up their tests and they were missing like all of the chemicals that you would need to do the tests like it was oh, like right it was like yeah. an empty box with some swabs in it right well it's it sort of like, an ikea well... uh diy <laughs> kind of thing situation so i understand yeah, you need it's to It's like if you listen. got an instant ramen packet and you open it up and it was just a empty packet with some bouillon powder. Right, and you're like, "Where are the noodles? Where's the ramen?" <laughs> yeah. You got I don't the understand. instant. <laughs> well, so I went to uh Whole Foods today because uh-huh. I am a uh, 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 bougie uh, uh We don't trader. have a Whole Foods, we only have a Half Foods. Oh, uh, very good. Mm. Very good. <laughs> um I went to Whole Foods and uh 
um, there were plenty of fresh veggies uh, available and, and fruits, uh, but they had been cleaned out of like all of their tubers and their onions. So no, <laughs> anything no that potato. grows under the ground, <laughs> right? And then like uh, you know, like all the rice was gone, and all of the all of the meats were basically gone, except for all of the like That's vegan. So meats. American. <laughs> the vegan meats were fully stocked, which I thought mm. was funny. <laughs> mm. Why? That might be. I wonder. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm silly. gonna I go. I'm. I'm. I have not. I've avoided the store because I've. <laughs> I'm practicing social distancing, not because I hate going out in public just already. Mm -hmm. Um. But I've kind of like. At first, it was like I wanted to avoid the scene but now i'm like curious it is kind of anything. surreal yeah well so i, I kind of want to go I, I didn't i didn't go to hoard things this is i normally go just to normal shopping get, um you just normally go to 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 get a shopping cart full of hand sanitizer and toilet paper and potatoes and onions yeah i that's love just your weekly just, shopping i love to just go through the bulk area and empty every single bin into my cart <laughs> <laughs> um it's what i do normally it's not that unusual i don't want to get judged for it. no i mean i normally go to to the grocery yeah uh, today to, so to your green grocers right and so my coronavirus preparations you know consisted of let me buy one more can of tomato paste than usual on the assumption that i will not be able to buy a can of tomato paste next week but then the Knowledge. joke was on me because they were out of tomato paste entirely tomato <sighs> sauce though Still had, don't understand the dynamics of what was available and not available. It was bizarre. <laughs> what are, pe are people just thinking that tomato paste is just concentrated tomato sauce? And they're like, I guess ah, so. Yeah. They're like, I can ah. stretch this out longer. <laughs> the other thing too, you know, is like they have like the olive oil section and, uh -huh. uh, you know, like the fancier olive oil still there, but like the big things, you know, like the big tins of olive oil that are like two yeah. gallons or whatever. They look like a jerry can filled with olive oil. Those yeah. were all gone, of course. And I'm like, you're not going to be able to use all that olive oil before it goes rancid. Like, don't, yeah. don't, don't kid yourself. <laughs> Every time I see those, I'm like, who is this for? Is this for like a, like a know. large multi-generational Italian family of like 20 people? Right, yeah, that's, that's a lot you know, of all. Listen, oil. if you've got if you've got you and your wife's families in the house and you're Italian, you know, your then wives, maybe so. your wives' families. When it comes to the seduction of women, no, uh, I mean, sure, why <laughs> like not? a like a polygamous um, situation. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, we um, got him. <laughs> um. The thing but, is yeah. that it's it's like I I'm I see all this and I and I just I I think what's the end game here? What I don't know. What do people I, imagine is going to happen? I'm just imagining when all the they food run out of this going, stuff in a two weeks. I'm just imagining all the food that is going to go to waste because people are buying stuff that they think, oh well, this will last a long time, like it won't expire, but they're not going to use it to make food. Is the thing. <laughs> And it's going to be six months from now that they're like, oh, I don't need that anymore. I should just throw it out, I guess. Um, yeah, I just I, I just feel like people are it's not, they're, they're wilding out. They're not really thinking straight. They are wilding out. And, and I have, yeah, so I went to uh, a Walmart yesterday because I was attempting to see if I could acquire some like wet wipes, which of course I could not. But mm -hmm. as I walked in, the greeter was wearing a t-shirt that said, uh, straight out of toilet paper. 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, you know, checks out. <laughs> um, I did go see- to another store and they uh-huh. had a single a single pack of like, you know, like 32 rolls of Viva toilet paper, <clears throat> which is like the bougie kind. And everyone looked yeah. at it and was like, no, nah, I don't think. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to I'd rather use my hand that. at that point. Right. Nah. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm surprised that like the Scott thousand sheets per roll had been taken because I would never use that. You couldn't pay me to use that toilet paper. Oh, like school here. toilet paper that's yeah, like, like the tissue. single ply, like yeah, it's like, like it's, it's sandpaper. Like, <laughs> it's like the it's like the tracing paper you used to use in art right. Class. It's labeled Scott one thousand, and you think that that means a thousand sheets per roll, but actually that's a thousand grit. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, I, I, that just doesn't sound fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm stocked up now. I'm very glad that I had thought to purchase frozen chicken a couple weeks ago because it was all gone. So yeah, smart of have, me there. We have chicken thighs, so that's good. Yeah. And we're now we got plenty of beans and rice. We got a few. Yeah. Stores, oh, I've so. always got I've always got plenty of rice, and I I keep buying beans aspirationally in the thought <laughs> like, oh, I'll make something with black beans. So now I have like three cans of black beans. Oh, cans. Uh, now, this is interesting. Um, you're a canned bean person. I am, I've yes. always, I've always been interested in the dichotomy between canned bean people and... Uh, I guess I'd rather just warm it up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I just... I've, I don't know. I've always bought dry beans, and then you soak them overnight, and then you cook them. I'm a we busy had, professional on the go, so I don't have time for we that. Had, we had beans and cornbread last Ooh. night, so Ooh. that was- Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think I have tasty. cornbread mix. Oh, mm. yeah. You get the cornbread, you put it in the bottom of your bowl, and you put the beans on top. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I already am eating <laughs> from the trash can all the time. I love it. I'm just interesting that we haven't- I don't I haven't seen price gouging yet. Yeah. Uh, Which, I haven't either. Which would be a real seemed, time, because I feel like I haven't had enough I mean, reason to use this one right here. For a company that was fixing bread prices. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't seen bread, uh, or I mean, I haven't seen price gouging, except for the kind that normally occurs at Whole Foods, am I right? We got them. Oh. Wow. <laughs> they want to charge They want to charge eight ninety nine a pound for their pre-made pico de gallo. Get out of here. I couldn't, here. I couldn't, I couldn't afford, like, I've only been into a Whole Foods once in my life. Yeah. Because I was staying at a hotel and it was like the only thing within walking distance. And I, I like the only thing I could afford to buy was some salad greens mm. and I think some oil. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to put on and vinegar to put on the salad. Yeah. I couldn't even afford like a uh, dressing. The the one reason that I go to Whole Foods is because the chicken that they have is consistently much higher quality than it's like hard to find a good chicken. It's hard to find a good chicken. It is. Well, and I don't want it to taste uh, or have the texture of, I don't know. We- it's weird. Some of the like chicken around sponge. here that I've purchased is weird. Weird chicken. Way. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, 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 I don't know how to describe it. I keep finding chicken where the, um, it feels like the skin is like three times as thick as normal and it's mm. like flabby skin, so it, dev- it never crisps up. It just is like a, a 
flab Floppy nonsense yeah it's gross it's not good i don't like it folks it's bad mm. what mm. are they doing we to these like chickens it. yeah i don't know not good speaking of uh not good and bad yeah. i have the john hopkins thing just open <clears throat> as a pin tab uh now if you haven't you, seen this yeah i do want to issue a, a correction here it is in fact mm. john's hopkins and that is not a troll <laughs> I can't. There's no way that's true. It it is. If you look up John's Hopkins, John, <laughs> John's, Hopskins. John's Hopkins Universities. <laughs> no, the, uh, the Johns Hopkins. Okay. <laughs> it is. This is like this is wrecking my brain. Um. Yeah. The gentleman who was responsible for endowing the university on his death uh, is a man named Johns Hopkins. With an S. But why? He was, he was an American entrepreneur, abolitionist, and philanthropist of 19th century this Baltimore's Maryland's. This Mary's is weird. This is, all, this is like the Bernstein Bears all over again. Yeah, I don't know. His, yeah, his first name was Johns. I don't know, why, I don't know whoever, why people didn't question that. But, you know, back then they did have weird names. So They've got to fix that. Somebody yeah. should do something. Please, somebody do something about that. Yeah. Like the younger generation now tells me how tough things are. Oh, Give me I, a break. I hit the wrong one. Oh, well. I would prefer not to. Yeah. It's well, the good news is Google's building a website. So I have this website now, the Johns yeah. Homskins. Right. Corona virus. <laughs> now I'm just going to pluralize every compound. <laughs> they're they're building a website they're doing it very quickly which is apparently a departure from how websites are typically made which is a, right. i guess at glacial paces i don't quite understand that it'll be um, a, it'll be a good website as opposed to a bad website which is important information except for that i guess it turns out that they're not building a website or they're just um some some other they're building a website just for the bay area i guess which, and it's well like the thing Google, is they're definitely building Alphabet. that website now because i don't know how they don't do it at this point I don't know. I think they just do it. I think they should just not do it. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe so. Yeah. Like, why should they? Knowledge. Yeah. Now, I do want to ask you what um, uh, emails have you gotten about the coronavirus? Because I've received emails from from several organizations. We've gotten Um, gotten emails, and they um, they always are like, all of the emails say. There are no confirmed cases of COVID-19 in this county. It's very mm-hmm. important to know. Don't panic. Remember that there's no confirmed cases. And I've been told that there's no confirmed cases so many times. It's like, uh, you know, You're I've said it's to like, doubt it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure there's confirmed cases. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> there's something's up. <laughs> right. <laughs> like my county is like the biggest county in the world. Right. It's bigger than most states. Yeah. <laughs> um, there has and, to and be one. <laughs> there has to be. And, and like, it's like a major shipping lane and a major tourism. Like, people go from LA to Las Vegas. It's like the, yeah, a well, major freeway anymore. travels through here. And we're shutting that all down. <sighs> it was, I, it, I, so I was, I woke up early um, yesterday to go to work, <coughs> and there's been a whole lot of construction traffic. That's made it difficult for me to get to work on time. So I have to leave like pretty early mm-hmm, to get to mm-hmm. church. It's or, sorry to work. It's been like just 
annoying. And yesterday I got up a little bit early because my dog was whining and I had to let her out early. So that kind of was like, well, you know what? I got time. You know what dogs, you know, (laughs) dogs, they don't even know about the coronavirus. They don't. That's the thing. And they can't even get it. Yeah. And it's in a way it's beautiful. You know, my whole life's goal has been to become a dog, and that's never felt more important than right now. <laughs> the The thing is that I left, I was like, okay, I have some time to go get some some uh, chilaquiles. Oh, chilaquiles. So I went and got some chilaquiles before, and I, and I was like, man, you know what? I probably, I left pretty early. Let me just go into the AM PM to get oh, uh, the some- Ampum. The Ampum to get some mm. energy drinks, some en- I energy I do have to beverage. say, AMP, a much better convenience store name than the Come and Go. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Boy. Let me tell you. I can't believe uh, that one got through. <laughs> you can't believe the Come and Go got through. Uh, anyway, <laughs> continue. <laughs> okay. Now that, now that we're finished with that. Yeah. Now uh, so so I've received a coronavirus email. Oh, wait, I didn't from... finish my story. I didn't finish my oh. story. Go um, ahead, sir. <laughs> we had some coitus some coitus interruptus. Um <laughs> at the come and go. <laughs> we so I was I I went to get energy and I was like, okay, now I'll probably be only like about ten minutes early. And I got into the parking lot of my office and I looked at the time and I was like a full half an hour early. <laughs> Mm. And I realized, oh, there was literally no one on the... There was, like, no traffic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's that. You know what? That hasn't been the case here, which is kind of interesting. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. So, no. you got an email. Sorry, that was I've all gotten, just padding yeah. around that you were I've trying gotten, to say you got an Well, email. I've gotten several emails about coronavirus. Uh, one of the earliest ones was from my gas company. <laughs> <laughs> Your gas company. Uh, yeah, the company that supplies gas to my apartment for heating mm-hmm. uh, would like me to know that my services will not be impacted. And frankly, I wasn't expecting them to be. Um, you're a gas <laughs> company. It's not. Yeah, no. Th- honestly, I'd be more surprised if my services would be impacted. Stupid, annoying um, questions. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, sorry, all the gas is contaminated with coronavirus now. We can no longer pipe it to you. Wouldn't that suck if coronavirus is like spread by methane gas? Like, yeah, I've gotten a lot of messages from Amtrak, who is having a hard go of it. My understanding is that they've experienced a lot of cancellations, which is unfortunate because I like Amtrak and I want them to succeed. Uh, but also, people aren't going to travel right now, and that's just the way it is. Um, I got a message from Hilton, the hotels company, uh, uh-huh. at whom's hotel I have not stayed yes. in like two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great. Um, yeah, I I got I got a, I got one from um from uh, oh dang it what's the what's the oh no name hotel companies um oh uh, the, uh it starts uh, with an uh, Marriott Marriott yeah I got an email from Marriott and which is interesting because yeah. I've never stayed at a Marriott mm. but I guess because I'm Mormon they're like you know <laughs> <laughs> they're like listen <laughs> marriott's mormon you know you'll probably want to know about this i don't know how they got me on their list but yeah um yeah i got one from my apartment complex saying that they're not going to do routine maintenance requests uh for the time being which uh i don't know how to feel about that i mean i don't have any pending but like also 
uh, what? Like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah, what? I don't know. Just because, you know, they don't want to send people into people's houses, I guess. It's bizarre. Um, I got an email mm. from a contactless payment company that I guess I once signed up for back in college and have not thought of since then, reminding me that um, you should consider using contactless payments because it is contactless. Um, and I just want to tell them to go away and leave me alone. Uh, it's like one of those, there's a lot of startups that like target like universities or, or colleges or whatever, because yeah, they think yeah. they can build critical mass. And this was one of those. And I've never heard anything about them since then. So yeah. Um, That's just like, I mean, who's to say whether contactless is better than, I mean, but we should debate our plans, you know? Like, oh, uh, probably say? the best one was an email from my online bank telling me that um, they're prepared for coronavirus because they're an online bank and they don't have branches. I like it. And I'm like, yes, I imagined that that would not impact your business uh, significantly. <laughs> you don't have any. You don't have any physical things to disinfect. Um, and then I <laughs> Thanks, got an email team. from uh, uh, Martin Barron very good name the executive Martin editor Martin. of the washington post this morning in which he uh basically brags about how they broke the whole coronavirus story um and i <laughs> do not understand the point of this email at all it's just like thanks for being a subscriber uh we did cool stuff aren't you proud of us wow <laughs> Why? i just want to say no i'm not proud of you i want you to stop emailing me unnecessarily Bruh. alone I don't, why, why, why? I don't, this is, it's all unnecessary. I mean, it's the same as like when everyone got the emails about policy, privacy policies changing, except it was just, uh, oh, we're definitely thinking about coronavirus in case you were worried that we weren't. And I was like, I was never worried. I I I, do not care. I was certain that you were. Thank you. I literally don't care. Thank you for just constantly traumatizing me. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think they should go away. And you know what? This is a segue. You know who else I should I think should go away? <laughs> Very good. Uh, this is an article in the New York Times this morning entitled "He has seventeen thousand seven hundred bottles of hand sanitizer and nowhere to sell them." What? Now that very faint sound you can hear is me playing the world's very smallest violin. Um. <laughs> This is a gentleman, uh, his name is uh, 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 Matt, well, two brothers, Matt and Noah Colvin. Um, Wait, where is this? There's not, is this in the show notes? I'm so confused. Yes, it is. Yes. It's under the heading, uh, this guy sucks. I don't see it. There you go. Oh, well. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead, caller. Clicky, clicky. I'm here. I'm right there. You see me? Yeah, no, I. We're doing it. All right. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Uh, Just go ahead, caller. Uh, so uh, this guy, uh, basically on March 1st, oops, uh, I, uh, they began a three-day road trip, 1,300 miles, filling a U-Haul truck with thousands of bottles of hand sanitizer and thousands of packs of antibacterial wipes, mostly from little hole-in-the-wall dollar stores in the backwoods. Um, and uh, 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 so the thing is, these are like, um, you know, like Amazon arbitrage sellers uh-huh um and so uh he yeah it says uh, you know once he got him home he had sold posted 300 bottles of hand sanitizer and immediately sold them all for between eight and seventy dollars each um mm. which is great but then amazon pulled all the listings down because and warned people to stop price gouging 
Um, so now this guy, uh, if we scroll down here, there's some details about um, hand sanitizer, so on. And, you know, it's like $50 for a bottle now. It says, these sellers call it retail arbitrage, a 21st century career that has adults buying up everything from limited run cereals to fingerling monkeys once a hot toy. Uh, the bargain Wait, hunters finger, look for anything. Finger, finger licking monkeys? Fingerling. Oh. Fingerling monkeys. The bargain okay. hunters look for anything they can sell at a sharp markup. Uh, so yeah, uh, basically, uh, there was a brief period of time where things like hand sanitizer and N95 masks were being sold for ridiculous amounts, and then Amazon and eBay stepped in and told people to knock it off. Um, but now this guy says, um, let me find it here. Uh, it's very down at the bottom. He says, ah, this article is long. <clears throat> Mr. Colvin does not believe he was price gouging. Well, he charged $20 on Amazon for two bottles of Purell that retail for a dollar each. He said that people forget that his price includes his labor, Amazon's fees, and about $10 in shipping. Current price gouging laws, quote, are not built for today's day and age, Mr. Colvin said. They're built for oh, Billy Bob's gas station. Oh, I've had a nickel station. for every time I heard something like that. You better leave them. They're built for Billy Bob's gas station, doubling the amount he charges for gas during a hurricane. He added, just because it cost me $2 in the store doesn't mean it's not going to cost me $16 to get it to your door. To which I want to say, it does mean that, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what about the morality of hoarding products that can prevent the spread of the virus just to turn a profit? Mr. Colvin said he was simply fixing inefficiencies in the marketplace. <laughs> Some of the areas of the country need these products more than others, and he's helping send the supply toward the demand. No, you're not, because you are hoarding the supply. I hate it. I said, there's a crushing, overwhelming demand in certain cities right now. The Dollar General in the middle of nowhere outside Lexington, Kentucky, doesn't have that. Because he went there and bought up all their hand sanitizer. Here's the most galling part. He thought about it more. I honestly feel like it's a public service, he added. I'm being paid for my public service. <laughs> this can't be real this isn't like this can't it's <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> how i don't feel bad for him he should he should be forced to give all of these hand sanitizers away for free and lose all of the money yes. that's my take that's my take this is bad and what you're doing is bad and uh you should feel bad it's been interesting talking to people you know as the the coronavirus things happen to like they'll say things like man you know it's 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 like impossible to find toilet paper i don't know where hand sanitizer is uh, and i mm, think you know mm. and i and i feel bad about buying it but i have to you know what what am i i'm supposed to not try to help my family like i'm right. and and it's like they're so close to like <laughs> Yeah. realizing mm -hmm. like oh this whole thing is broken like the idea of everyone looking for their individual interests and that somehow working out for everybody because I mean, magic yeah it's sort of a unique american thing that like when something bad happens you're like i need to buy all of the things for myself that way i have them and then if other people want them, I will consider selling them, but at steep markup so that I make a profit. But I don't have to really consider the morality of any of this. Right. That's, and it's like, I, I'm under no obligation to share uh, or help my fellow men. You know, that's the thing. It's, Listen, I'm, I'm just helping 
uh, you know, the supply get to the demand. Uh, I'm being paid for my public service. But what's actually happening is that he's just ensuring that, like, basically only wealthy people can actually afford hand sanitizer. I am become people, market. <laughs> people who can't afford $20 for a bottle of Purell, but, like, actually need it, which is to say, like, you know, poor seniors or, you if know. There were, if only there were some system whereby you could, like, more evenly and equitably distribute goods and resources hmm. among people um you know if only there was some way to do that but yeah. you know alas this is all we have it is all I we mean, have it's very really, unfortunate really i i think that what i don't want this podcast to become is anti small business owner and that's what we're verging into here because look this guy's a small business owner you know no and, and indeed and <laughs> you know it's important well to acknowledge that there is no other way of of distributing things like pandemic packs, which are 50 face masks, four small bottles of hand sanitizer and a thermometer, uh, which you pandemic buy, pack. which you buy for $3 and 50 cents and you sell for 40 to $50 each. That's just the American way. There is no other way to, uh, distribute resources that it's just not possible. I actually, that's, I'm glad you said that because, uh, uh, at this, the center for the Institute of policy. Wait, what's it called? I can't, uh, right? uh, one the, moment. I always have to consult my bio on Twitter. The Council at the Institute of Center for Politics and Society. Right. Where uh, we wait, actually have I'm a... calling I'm calling a meeting to order here. You go ahead. Yes. Um uh I'm the, proposing the, the CEO is recognized for I'm, one minute. I'm proposing that we uh create a a brand new political action committee oh, um, yes, called Pandemic Pack. Ah, good. I yeah. I, I, I second. <laughs> Uh, which means motion carries unanimously. Mm, beautiful. Because the you know, listeners, th listen, the listeners don't have voting rights, and that's just the way it is. Who's going to look out for the small business owners? So, like, I've I've uh, developed a new ARG for this. Okay. I'm starting to get into the ARG business. Right. So, I'm a I'm a artisanal. It's sort of ARG like crafter. having different tools in your your tool belt, your rhetorical tool belt. Yeah, you know, actually, I have a tool apron. So, oh, very nice. Yeah, like like a, like an old time carpenter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing, yeah, tool belts are for people on the right, and tool aprons are for people on the left. Right, like artisanal small batch creators. Yeah, it, like listen, myself. it was handcrafted in a union shop. Um, yes. Um. So my new arg for like whenever people say, "Well, what about small business owners?" is to just reply, "What about small business workers?" And that's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so simple. How come I nobody's know. ever thought about this? <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. We just allow the workers to get away, or the rather, the owners to get away with with mistreating their workers because there's it's a small business. They have very few resources, so <laughs> we have to let them do whatever they like, want. Like, like they they. Their existence is justified, but their workers' existence isn't because they're small. <laughs> that's basically that's basically every small business owner. Yeah, they don't have the facilities for that. <laughs> uh. Hey, uh, happy Pi Day! It's Pi Day. Pi. I didn't realize it was Pi Day. It is. Uh, that's all I had to say about it. Um, <laughs> up next. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't even realize, man. I every year, 
It's every year. It, it happens. You know, it comes sooner and sooner every year. It feels like <laughs> it does. And the commercialization of Pi Day is just getting out of hand. It's, Honestly, it's just... I'm glad that it happened on a weekend because if I have to flick through all of my Instagram stories of everyone I know who's a teacher, oh, doing Pi and to Day to see stuff, what they're doing like, for Pi yeah. Day. Like, well, the good thing I, is they're probably get not, it. not having classes right now anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do your own remote Pi Day. Yeah, right. <laughs> your assignment is to bake a pie of some kind and email me a picture of it. <laughs> Speaking of baked, uh, yeah. Uh, how familiar are you with rolling coal? You know, I I'm actually not very familiar. I'm only familiar with like seeing memes and things that say rolling coal, and it's just like black, right, billowing smoke coming out of a smokestack on like a somebody's like F one fifty. Yeah, and tell me this: Do you, when you see like a rolling coal TikTok on TikTok, do you immediately block the account? Because I do. I consider that a form of direct action. <laughs> I've actually never seen one. So, oh, really? I get them yeah, the to me uh, more frequently than I'd like. Um, so, rolling coal is the the practice of modifying a diesel engine, usually in a lifted pickup truck. Very mm, important. Yes. Um, and what you do is you basically make it so that it injects way too much fuel, and then you get very rich exhaust, which is to say it's basically black, sooty exhaust, um, the kind you're used to seeing from, like, you know, like an old-timey train or whatever. Yeah. And then usually what happens, too, is you also put in, like, custom exhaust stacks and whatever, and then you, you basically equip it so that you can, like, flip a switch and cause this to happen. Um, I'm familiar with these these vehicles because I most often see them uh, tailgating me. Oh, lovely! Yeah, down the road, like and and flipping out as if they've got to get somewhere in a hurry. And right, you're I don't going know where ten over the get. speed limit, and they are yeah. acting like you are driving five miles per hour. Um, yeah, and then they angrily pass you, probably in a no passing zone, in a double yellow, and almost run into a, a another. Uh, rolling right, and they truck. accelerate so fast, and they're in a pickup truck that they, almost invariably the back ends up coming a little bit loose, and they almost <laughs> lose control for a moment. Yeah, um, yeah. So this is, uh, you know, the common practice with these coal rollers is to, um, you know, ideally you get in front of like a Prius, and then you roll coal to trigger them because they're a lib, and they'll be triggered by your wanton environmental destruction. Cool. Um, so, yeah, um, apparently on the Discovery Channel, there was a show in which this sort of thing was like a key spectacle of the show. It was called the Diesel Brothers. They, they gave these people a show? Yes, they did. Yes. They basically wow. had a show about rolling coal. And uh, the thing about rolling coal is that it necessitates removing pollution control devices from vehicles and emissions control devices, which yeah. is super duper illegal. Um, yeah. And uh, 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 in order to enforce the illegality of this, a Utah judge has uh, fined uh, the Diesel Brothers, the, the namesake brothers of the show, $850,000 for violating the Clean Air Act. I like it. Um, important to note, it says uh, the court show documents from the court show that none of the levied fines can be avoided or discharged by way of bankruptcy. The judge also ruled... The judge also ruled that the plaintiffs may submit their attorney's fees, allegedly $1.2 million, to be paid by the defendant. So this is like $2 million in fines for uh, these folks who basically run like a diesel truck shop wherein they modify trucks to roll coal. So um, <laughs> I, I hope that this is uh, um, enough to I put them out of business, frankly, because this is bad and yes. makes you feel bad. 
Um, although, you know, this, this article is on Jalopnik, which, um, has a, uh, uh, commentary known for their testiness or whatever. So the first comment, uh, the first comment is what happened to drive free or die? And the author replied, we're literally dying. (laughs) What happened to that? Well, this is, this is, you literally just read an article that described what happened to that. Right. This is interesting. There's actually a... Uh, I found a clip from the show them talking about the the Diesel Brothers and here we decided we were going to change the world and we did. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was Joe Biden. I didn't cut that uh, messed up. And uh, uh, someone replied, "Ah, yes, this is the article that broke the bending straw, which is not the term." But uh, Jalopnik <laughs> used to feature cool and quirky cars that definitely didn't meet emission standards, but not a single person cared about that. Jalopnik is no longer about automobiles; it's about making fun of people who are passionate about automobiles and being progressive. This one single story has finally convinced me to hollow out my catalytic converters and do an O2 sensor bypass on my truck. Goodbye, Jalopnik. And the author just replied, "Bye." <laughs> so sorry to lose you as a reader then a, a particularly unhinged comment if the abortion equipment were diesel powered the left damn sure would fight for it diesel is wrong but baby murder is a right oh and if there were no diesel trucks the gap would run out of skinny jeans in four days and the author replied lol what <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing that i've started doing when like i just go into the replies and comments mm. on things and I mean, I've talked about this on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, you've seen this. But I just reply to the person with their screen name. Yeah. Yeah. Because they good. always have a really dumb screen name right. that when you like, you just like when type it out it. like you're like you're talking, like you're saying it out loud. Right. It's uh, <laughs> it's beautiful to me. I love to do it. And it's just like, I just, here's, here's the last one I did. Uh. Max Temkin of the cards uh, against uh, the world, the universe, the mm. universe hater cards, right. the black pill cards said uh, he posted something about Joseph Hardar Biden, uh, his town hall. And someone replied, far more inspiring than the guy we have. Imagine how inspiring it would be if he showed up on time to his weekly taping of Dubai Friday, which is like a podcast that he does. So the guy was like, to saying like well you you don't know anything because you don't show up on time to the podcast that i listen to because i know that you don't show up on time so i like i just replied with his screen name j isn't sec (laughs) (laughs) his name doesn't Uh, make any sense like i don't know where the where the spaces should be if it's all jay's thing like i don't know doesn't make any sense yeah um speaking of uh new innovations Mm. like rolling coal is a new that was not a good transition um but uh speaking of (laughs) this will never air (laughs) this will never uh yeah no i have no idea what um, i'm doing this is from earlier this month but it says funerals could be streamed online if uh covid19 becomes a pandemic which of course it now has um (laughs) but i like this because the idea of streaming i i I was imagining a twitch stream of a funeral (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah no. people donating uh, yeah i'm thinking you know like funeral speed run any percent uh <laughs> but also like youtubers streaming uh funerals like smash that like button don't forget yeah. to subscribe for more don't bereavements f- <laughs> don't, don't forget to ring the coffin 
Yo, what up? It's Mortician69420. We out here at the home today doing a wake. <laughs> you know, like, honestly, I, I, okay. I kind of made a decision a few years ago that I like, unless it was like a direct family member, I was not going to be attending weddings or funerals. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just been to way too many. And I was like, I just, I don't know. It's just, I can't. Okay. I might attend yeah. if I, if I could just wa- watch it on Twitch. Right, <laughs> tune Sit, in. Sitting at home in my PJs, paying my respects. Right, you, yeah, you're just you know you get to the point where they're like, let us pray, and you just start F, spamming F, F for respects. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to yeah. imagine that they'd have the that they'd have the uh, the chat up on like a screen in the funeral home, so that the people who are there could see it and be like, it's like directly ah, behind the casket. Ah, they are paying respect. <laughs> Look at all those Fs. <laughs> um. Uh, you have some the, personal news. Uh, some personal news. I uh, I've entered a a new headspace mm-hmm. that that I I, I just want to talk about it because I'm not quite sure what to think of it, how okay, to quite yeah. explain it. But the best I can say is that I've become a stoic. Okay. So like, like in, uh, the, in the in the pro- in the proper Greek kind. Um, yeah, I've, I've read all the classics. I've read the works of Seneca and Marcus Aurelius. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. I, I mean, I, I actually have not, not joking, <laughs> <laughs> the, but, uh, I'm not super serious, but I've just found out, myself in this <laughs> out here tweeting virtue is sufficient for happiness on the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in like a weird superposition between like being hopeful and being despairing. Okay, yeah, right. So like well, I feel like I feel like we're all in that position lately. Well, I, I don't know. know if we are. I don't I, think we are. Let me put it that way. I feel like that's the only place where one can really exist at this point, sort of <laughs> rationally. Yeah, because I I can't I'm no longer you can't trigger me. Oh, well. You, you can't challenge accepted. <laughs> You can only like rhetorically trigger me. Like I will recognize that that is triggering, but I'm not yeah. becoming triggered, which right. I feel like is a good place to be. Mm-hmm. And I just like nothing, no news can surprise me and devastate me. Mm. But likewise, I can't see anything and be like, ah, oh, there's hope and victory. And I feel like I just am in like a, like a sort of purgatory of emotion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or something i don't know how to explain it do you understand what i'm trying to say though like right yeah yeah it's like i don't know it's like i don't know how to feel right now in general right it's like i'm just sort of overwhelmed by the amount of things that are happening nah. there's that famous horse ebooks tweet that's everything happens so much <laughs> yeah. and it is happening uh much more than usual but it is happening so much and i guess i i think about this because I'll be talking to people and they will either express how they're they're freaking out mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. they will try to like talk themselves down mm. 
out of they'll talk themselves out of freaking out like right. they'll just say like have you heard about this coronavirus oh my gosh people are making such a big deal about it i'm not really worried about it in fact i don't really think about the coronavirus that much and i think the people that do are just making too big a deal about I'm it totally, I just think I'm, I'm very i'm extremely not mad right now i'm <laughs> yeah. very much not it's mad like you I've can never tell <laughs> you can tell that something's going on there and yeah. They don't want to believe it. They want to just ignore it, but they know something's happening. And and so, like, I just want to, like, hold on to both of these people. And I just want to be like, let me teach you about my stoic headspace because I think it will help you. Because I think this is sort of where I'm in, that I'm like, you know, it's like, was I bad for going to the grocery today and purchasing slightly more items than I typically do? Like, am I being an alarmist? Am I part of the problem? Um... But also, am I not adequately preparing otherwise? You know? <laughs> and it's but like, I, I, don't know, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is that this year is going to be very, very weird. This is the thing that I keep telling people. I keep, I keep saying, like, I think you're paying attention to, you're losing the big picture. Like, I already am eating <laughs> from the trash can all the time. Like, if, here's, here's, the, here's the proposition. If what's happening now is like a, a monumental historical event, like say the the Spanish flu, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then when you look back at this moment 20 years from now, you're not going to be like, oh man, I just can't get over the fact that I shopped and I got too much at the grocery store that yeah, time. Like, right. the, like all of these things that you're like really worried about will seem like so inconsequential Tears in light and of rain. the- in light of the bigger <laughs> story that's going on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 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 so I think I I I have that with the whole like because you know there was a lot of like um, we've talked about how the last two weeks there was uh, primaries and things didn't go the way that you we would have liked you right. know yeah um we just seen a lot of momentum and. Right. Well, and I think it's important to acknowledge that it is a vast conspiracy. Do you understand? <laughs> it that? is important to acknowledge that. Thank you. Um, the enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Very brave of you. For this, I'm hated by many leftists. <laughs> but I just made the decision both times, and I'm not saying I'm brave or an example or anything. But like, mm. it was a useful decision to just. I'm not watching, and I'm not tuning in. I'm going to go to bed on time. And then I woke up the next day and I saw like you're not watching the you're not watching the cable news. No, no, I'm not. This and, just and in. I, Trump is addressing the nation. It's like everyone's on Trump. a constant state of alert and they're freaking out and it's like if you if you recognize that this is a big deal and it's important to you, just freaking out isn't helpful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, and it's totally yeah. I understand why you feel that way. Like uh, it's not I'm not saying it's it doesn't make sense and it's not mm-hmm. called for but like I don't know like I just want to help other people get into this thing where it's like well okay so what do I do about it like what right yeah, it, yeah. try to think I mean, a little bit more rationally I guess I would say right I mean yeah. I don't know well I yeah I mean yeah or yeah or you could be mean you could watch the entire Trump press conference with all his CEO buddies where he's like <laughs> oh uh Mr. Brian uh, Target is here Okay and, well I did uh, watch that cuz it was hilarious and I knew I, it was I really wanted be him hilarious. to be like uh 
you know, when he's like, uh, oh, uh, Brian Target and uh, Jeffrey Walmart. I wanted him to be like, Elizabeth Holmes, Theranos. <laughs> I just loved how they had all the walls there. They had yeah. the walls green, the walls Mart. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think CVS was there, which is weird. There was no walls burger. No. Which well, is a shame. You know, it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe they just don't support our president. I mean, that was the, the, possibly more ridiculous than Trump's speech was Pen, Pence's speech where he's like, Mr. Trump, you've done a great job. It was some it was some North Mr. Korea. Mr. Trump, you are our uh, big boy and we are proud of you. Yeah, we're so proud of our dear leader for his <laughs> courageous response to coronavirus, where when it he was, heard of coronavirus, he thought we must engage the business community. First it was foremost. like... Watching all of this is hilarious because, like, it's going to be a historical document. Like, we look at like things from the Soviet Union during its collapse. Yeah, and, and like all of these, well, it's like, like you know, leaders it's like fiddling being called while Rome burns. It's like calling the Target CEO <laughs> while people are collapsing. We've called the most powerful people in our nation to calm the nation, Jeff Target. <laughs> <laughs> And he's going to let us use part of his parking lots for drive-through <laughs> testing centers. It's so pathetic. It's so yeah. bad. It's funny. So my 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 uh, thing We is... were pleased to commit to allow the use of up to three parking spaces at each of our stores uh, for That'll the deployment of um, signs that tell you that uh, if you're sick you, sh- sick, you should go home. <laughs> And we're proud of that. Uh, we're, we're proud to do we're doing what we can to help the country in this time of need. Um. <laughs> so I think I think the major takeaway that I've had is that we need to develop some plans of direct action. Okay, yeah, it's what we need to do. Like, and so my first my first direct action is you need to delete your parents' cable news. Yes, yes, if, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. If you. If now, what you mean, of live... course, is that you should tune them only to Infowars twenty four seven. Get yeah, get the the straight powder energy yeah. right. into their veins. I am I am a veteran of the them. information wars. <laughs> Knowledge. <laughs> the uh. but but there's a. I just thought about it like this would probably be out of anything that anybody in this country could do. The most productive thing we could do is to go to all of our parents' homes. And go to all of their devices or, or wherever they watch this sh- this just schlock and block it. Mm-hmm. Because the cool thing is that they're dummies when it comes to technology. Right. So, <laughs> they, they won't even know that you had that technology. And so you can just block it. There's, there's, I, I thought about it. I was like, you is have there. to put an end to this madness. Is there a website that, that tells you how to do this? And there mm. is. Mm. And it's uh, outfox.tv tells you how to block Fox News now. Now, I'm not saying just Fox News. You need to block MSNBC. Mike Bloomberg. You need to block CNBC. You need to block Cheddar. You need to block Bloomberg. (laughs) You need to block Mike Bloomberg. (laughs) Well, he's got a TV channel. Well, you know what they say about about, uh, Mike Bloomberg? Mike Bloomberg is the only Democrat. He's the only Democrat. I can't change history. Now, what was that? Uh, couldn't could he have put a stop to this? I can't remember. I I don't think I don't think he can change history. Mm. I think mm. he's I think he said that. Mm. But follow these directions, but also remove all I those think, channels that they shouldn't be watching. I think you and, should too. Uh, there should be a channel that is just Huelhauser that you should be able to lock your parents' TV to. 
Imagine, imagine that you come, you come to visit your parents, and instead of sitting in their recliner instead, watching, instead of instead of this, the uh, 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 you just walk in and it's this. That dog ate every speck of that avocado. Now that's an avocado-eating dog. The Grove we were just visiting, their dogs ate avocados. Actually, we also saw a dog eat an avocado today. I've never seen a dog eat avocados before. Uh. Your dog is eating an avocado. (laughs) By the avocado dog. (laughs) Give me that water one, too. I love it. I need it. Well, there's a, there, uh, you, you come back the next day, and this is what they're watching. It must have been a torrent of water with all of this water rushing through here. I'm in the mood for some water. <laughs> I want water to drink. I want water to splash around in. And when you talk about lakes, of course, you're talking about water. When you're talking about lakes, of course, you're talking about water. <laughs> oh, he's just so excited. It's just so pleasant. Imagine this is what your boomer parents could have become. Yeah. But cable news has ruined them. So you need to like you need to put them into uh Honestly, brainworms for the cable. They don't need to be spending the money on it anyway. Well, that's true too, but that gets a little bit more difficult. You like want them yeah. to think they have it, but they can't figure it out. Right. Like they'll think the remote's broken or something. You know Just, what I mean? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, disconnect the cable box and then be like, I don't know. I don't know what, what the problem could be. Um, I don't know. Just slap it a few times and be like, you know, they don't make Just, these things like they used to. Just you know? find the, the HDMI cable and cut it in the middle. So, like, they can't right. tell. They, they see it's connected to the cable box. They see it's connected to they the kinda, TV. You know, you remember, you used to be able to put a plug-in antenna, and you get all the channels for free, but these days, they give you a box that doesn't even work, and they charge you $60 a month for it, and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, yeah. yeah. Good point. Yep. Yep. But, you know, yep. they'll start sounding a little bit more yeah. like... I know we might be spending too much time talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> The last right, you have, you have, we're going to get into politics here. I know we <clears> rarely <throat> get into politics on the show, so uh, buckle up, you know. Yeah, uh, buckle up, Buttercup. <laughs> from the trash can all the time. Where we're going to fire some politics at you. Have you got, you've seen the Cuba tweet? The, uh, yes, yes, yes. The one so, that was, um, was it, wasn't it? Like a representative or someone who posted that? Like, I want to say it was like Ted Cruz or something. It was, no, it was Jenny Bonson. Okay. Who is, uh, oh, he's, yes. He's from Toilet Paper USA. Yeah. Which, uh, love, I want to say they haven't been family. doing their job lately, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Thank We're you, all TP out USA. Yeah, you had on. one job. You had one job. He's their, he's their chief creative officer. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So he's the guy so that he, comes up with the like printed designs on the okay, toilet paper. He, he uh he took a trip to Cuba. Okay. Because yeah, sure. every every right person, every person on the right, you know, how how should we uh, spend our TP USA money that right. people have dedicated to us? Let's go I'm on a vacation. Viva Habana. <laughs> so, he went to Cuba and he tweeted out pictures of the grocery store, the quote-unquote right. supermarket in Habana. Habana. Yes. And and it's notable because it's like a shelf with just like a bunch of the same item. Right. It's just fully stocked. 
but there's only one brand of things. <gasps> right. Gasp. Yeah. I also uh, have, this eyes is... are filled with food. No variety at all. No right. competition. No choice. No hope. Yeah. Share so at Bernie Sanders and at AOC see this. Yeah. And it's funny because like a few months ago, he shared this as like a own, like a sick own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now that we're just seeing pictures of empty supermarket shelves yeah yeah in the world oh this is yeah, looking kind of good here's, here's the thing um <laughs> that's a big bowl of pasta <laughs> yeah i don't at this point i don't deeply care what brand of hand sanitizer i get <laughs> i just want there to be some yeah i just want so. a lot of hand sanitizer i can just go and get it and like, yeah, whereas their shelves are fully stocked with the same item, ours are empty of every item, and uh, <laughs> we have, that seems we have, worse. We have the ability to choose to be unable to buy everything. Yeah. Which yeah. is liberty. Yeah, right. That's the thing is, yeah, listen, you're free. Uh, f- to, true freedom is being free of toilet paper, actually. Uh, in, in, in capitalist America... Um, they charge you for the bread line. <laughs> so the, 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 I have a, a posit, which is that most of the things cited as uh, a glorious result of capitalism are actually uh-huh. not great. Um, right. And they're basically only necessitated by the crap world that capitalism has built. So yes. like, it's that same thing that we talked about before, right? Of like yeah, yeah. the, 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 tobacco manufacturer selling you the cigarette and the nicorette patch in the same thing like yeah oh look at all the variety of things i need mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. uncrapify my life that the things i've been buying have crapified like right so it's this vicious cycle so like the example i thought about was like fast food or convenience food mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like everyone talks about like Oh, you want to live without being able to get a hamburger everywhere and be able to have all this choice of fast and convenient food? Well, like, yeah. I would much rather like be able to just have the time to like saunter over to, to like to a, have to have an meal. Yeah, to like have a meal with people yeah, and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. But I can't because my life is so busy. Right. No, we can't do that. That's not. We're not allowed to have that. So it's not like healthy or enjoyable. It's it's yeah. just easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but like so like that's one of the example that people like to throw another one is like the yeah abundance of choice for a product like there's 800 different kinds of toothpaste i can buy well like yeah which that yeah, sucks i mean <laughs> right uh uh this is the thing i think about I, I don't know if you've ever looked at like the um like there's the one brand of like crest white strips but they have like six different varieties and they're like slightly <laughs> different in like the potency or whatever and it's like is it's that It's like if in order to buy something now you have to do labor in order to pick which right. thing Right yeah I have to figure that's the thing I mean that's the whole reason that things like wire cutter exist is because it's become impossible to figure out which of the things you should buy yeah, and it's extra work and it's not it's not fun. Like I would just rather go to the store and there's just an aisle and it just is it's just toothpaste. Yeah. Yeah. What what brand? Yeah. What kind? Uh toothpaste. Yeah, it's it's you know? it's the toothpaste kind. <laughs> so the other example is like technology mm-hmm. that people talk about like uh oh, we have all of this cool technology to do all of these cool and amazing things like we have washing machines we have like that's a 
old example, but you know what I mean? Like all the faster computers and all of these devices where everything's at our fingertips. And it's like, if you step back, you realize like those things are necessitated because we don't have the time. Right. So we're constantly trying to become more productive at not even at our jobs necessarily, just like at life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like, what if you just didn't need to like, <laughs> yeah. What yeah. what GTD workflow do you need if you're like just hanging around the house and going to the town square in in the in the middle of the day to meet up with your friends and play some dominoes and then like you know what I mean like the lifestyle that people have that are like oh this is a third world they don't they don't have all the fun things it's like man I don't know sometimes it seems like their lifestyle's a lot better yeah yeah. Yeah. So, like, well, I think uh, here's the thing: you're not allowed to compliment Cuba. You're not allowed. I've heard that that's illegal. Yeah, it is bad. Yeah. Um. And so you've yeah. done a bad. You're canceled now. What you said? <laughs> we got him. It's just so the people, the people who are like so worried about offending pro or anti-Cuba people, just crack me up. Yeah. Well, the other thing I think about, too, with, like, uh, you know, capitalism and its discontents is people are talking about how we might have to, like, ration health care because, you know, everyone's going to get sick. And it's like, uh, we uh, already have been doing that. That's it already do does. be like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunately something we're very good at is ensuring that- We worked for a company that was fixing bread prices. We're really good at making sure that people don't get health care when they need it. Like, it's honestly like the key thing that our healthcare system is best at. So that's yeah, great. It's I love just, it. It's just invisible to you when right. you don't need it, but yeah. when everybody yeah. needs yeah. it, then it's very apparent. Just mm-hmm. like the- the issue of like we rely on other places to manufacture all of our things so that now we need hand sanitizer and toilet paper we're like oh we don't do that where how yeah. how wait how do we get that somebody how call up china that? well <laughs> you know uh, one of the ways that we can get that is we'll just force all of the prison laborers to make hand sanitizer <laughs> and pay them you know less than a dollar per hour and that truly is the american way we got them yeah, I gotta give that. I gotta give that a. Uh... Anyway, uh, wash your hands and sanitize, <laughs> please, please, and just in general. Actually, it's just your vaporized mouth spittle. I'm sick of it. Can you stop vaping into my face? <laughs>